Welcome to the Rural Woman Podcast, a platform for women in agriculture, ranching, homesteading, and more to share their stories. I'm your host, Caitlin Dubin. This week's episode of the Rural Woman Podcast is brought to you by our newest patron, Sarah B. Join Sarah and the rest of the patron gang in supporting the stories of women in agriculture to be shared through the Rural Woman Podcast on Patreon. With your financial support, the Rural Woman Podcast can ensure the stories that have either inspired you, motivated you to try something different on your farm, ranch, or homestead, or heck, even just made you a little misty, continue to be shared through your earbuds each and every week. Head on over to wildrosefarmer.com and learn more about how you can become a patron through Patreon. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Rural Woman Podcast. This week's guest is me, just me and only me. (laughs) I am doing a solo episode, which I have not done in a very long time. There are many reasons that I don't do solo episodes and most of those reasons are all within my own head. So (laughs) this particular episode is not necessarily about farming per se, but as Adrienne DeSutter said something so profound in her episode that we featured last month in September, that we are more than just our farm. We are more than just farmers. We have more of a story to tell. So today's episode is more or less about social media but I will give you a quick brief update of what's going on on the farm. We finished Harvest 2020 on September 30th, and we are thrilled, so excited to be done. There's obviously still a lot of fall work to do, but at least we know that the grain is off of the field and into the bin, so that's a big relief for us. And now on to the topic of the day. In the beginning of 2020, I wrote a blog post about the 10 things that I've learned about sharing my story, my egg story online over the last three years. This was pre-COVID, if we can remember a time before that. Um, And since then, I think we have all gone through so many changes in our life, but I think most of the points that I made in that blog post are still relevant maybe even more so now. So I've been wanting to turn that blog post into a podcast for some time now, but have made a boatload of excuses of why I shouldn't. The biggest one is that I don't think you all want to hear me ramble on for a whole episode by myself. But recently I went through something somewhat scary online um, that I wanted to share with you all anyway. So I thought, why not combine the two topics and have me come on and share all of the things that I have learned and all of the new things that I have learned about being a person on the internet. (laughs) So if you follow me through any of my social media platforms, whether that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and recently TikTok, which side note, not super great at Uh, I don't know if I ever will be great at it. But anyways, (laughs) then you probably heard that my Instagram account was recently deactivated and deleted, Uh, not by me, but by Instagram itself. So back on September 3rd, I was on Instagram and I noticed this 
person who liked one of my photos who looked really familiar to me. So familiar that I went and looked at their profile and realized that their profile was me. (laughs) So this person, whoever it was, had created a mimicking account of mine. They have taken some of my pictures, also somebody else's pictures, and were copying my, my captions and They put my website as their bio link information. It was super weird. And I have to say that the picture that they liked really just set it off for me. (laughs) The picture that they liked was all the way back from last summer was a picture of my goat, Richard. If you've been following me for any time, this goat was the worst and hence his name was Richard. Um, nickname for Richard. But anyways, but it was super creepy. And I was like, what the hell is going on? So I reported this account as being an impersonating imposter account. And I went ahead and I asked my followers to do the same. And when I did that, I made a mistake that I now realize I shouldn't do And if this ever happens to you, I don't think you should do it either. So what I did was, is I went to my stories on Instagram and I screen capped the profile and I said, hey guys, can you report this as fake? And everybody was like, yes, 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 I'll do it. But the one thing that I did was I tagged the fake account in that story. So later in the day, I saw that the fake account saw this post. And I thought really nothing of it because I thought, what a weirdo, like who is doing this? But what ended up happening was, is the fake account saw that I saw them. This is like a whole twisted story. I know I'm sorry. (laughs) But what they ended up doing was having their other robot accounts tag me as the imposter account. And there was more of them tagging me than followers tagging them. And on September 4th, the next day, I woke up to my Instagram account being deactivated as the imposter account and the fake one was still there. (laughs) So yes, it was a shock. I couldn't actually believe it, but I thought to myself, okay, like obviously I'm going to talk to somebody and this is going to be fixed and we'll all be fine. So that was September 4th. Fast forward to almost three weeks later and still there was nothing. So I want to quickly just kind of go over what happened in that three weeks. So if unfortunately this ever happens to you guys, that you have some tips and tools of what you can do. So There is a form that you can fill out if you believe that your account has been deactivated by mistake, which you fill out through the app. Um, You put your name, your email address, what country you're writing from, and you also add a picture of your driver's license. So I filled that out and I was like, got the little pop-up saying that there would be an email sent to me shortly. Well, I can tell you that there was never an email sent to me ever within those last three weeks. And so obviously I'm nervous. I'm kind of a wreck. Like I've built my Instagram community and now it's gone. Um, My Instagram feeds to this podcast. So 
my podcast listeners don't know what's going on and all of the things. Luckily, I do have other social media platforms, which I am super grateful for. And I also have an email list, which I'm super grateful for. So I was able to connect with my community and ask them to continue to tag the fake account as fake. And eventually it did come down. I believe it was three days later that the fake account was actually gone, which was such a relief. They were gone. I was so happy. But at the same time, my Instagram account was still gone, which didn't make me very happy. Quick side note for you all, if you're interested in learning how to do an email list, learn all about marketing for social media and all of the things for your farm or your farm business, I did a podcast episode all the way back on episode 42 with my dear friend, Kelsey Jorison Olison, who is a genius. So make sure you go back and check that out and learn all about her Cultivating Capital course. So what I did was, is I got on the Google, like I always do, and I was Googling, like, does this happen to other people, which it happens a lot, which is really scary and really, really crappy for people who have built an online community or shared pictures of their their kids or their cats or whatever online, and now they're all gone. So it's just, it's a really crappy situation. So luckily I had some really good friends of mine who were great advocates for me online. And I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who was posting online about this situation. And they were able to connect me with other people that this has happened to. One of them being uh, Grill Girl Robin over on Instagram, which I want to give a big shout out to. I reached out to her and I, as a complete stranger and saying, Hey, I hear this, something similar happened to you. Can you help me out? Like, what do you know? And luckily she actually wrote a blog post about what happened to her and her situation and how she got rectified. She has a big Instagram account. Um, I think she has over 20,000 followers and she has delicious barbecue recipes and all of the things. I'm going to link her in today's show notes and the blog post that she wrote about her situation. It was a little bit different than mine, but basically her ideas to get this resolved was to contact somebody through Facebook. As if you don't know, Facebook and Instagram are owned by Facebook and to talk to a real person through Facebook to get this solved. Or her other one was to hire a, I think they're called a white hat hacker, which like is so out of my realm and my thinking. Like I just, I can't even imagine having to hire somebody to fix this for me. Luckily, I did have a Facebook business page, which I suggest if you have an online presence that you use Instagram for, even if you don't post on your Facebook business page, just get one in case you ever have to connect with somebody because that is the only way that I personally could figure out how to actually talk to a somewhat real person through Facebook or Instagram. And this was actually the route that worked for Robin. And this is how she got her Instagram page reactivated was through the Facebook ad manager contact. So I went through Facebook ad manager. I 
told them my story. I gave them the fake account information. I gave them all of my own personal information and I included my picture of my driver's license. I even took a picture of me holding my driver's license. And the Facebook ad manager came back and said to me, this is not about a Facebook ad, goodbye, and closed my ticket because essentially you want to open a service ticket to talk to somebody through Facebook. And when that didn't work, I was like, what the heck am I going to do? So I just honestly, I continued to open ticket after ticket until I was hoping that somebody would talk to me. And so this is going on like a week and a half by now, I think. Um, And that's when I had received an email from a company that I am in connection with through on Instagram. So many of you know that I am an ambassador for a overalls company, Liberty Overalls. They're wonderful. Get yourself a pair. They're amazing. (laughs) But anyways, my contact person for the company was reaching out about something completely different. And I touched base with her because I have a contract with this company through Instagram. And now I don't have Instagram. So I was really nervous that I was in some type of breach of contract and they were going to throw me in some type of Instagram jail and whatever else. But my contact, Emily, was amazing and offered to help me and offered to do whatever she could to help get this situation rectified because this has actually happened through their company in some way, shape, or form. So she knows the stress of trying to get a hold of somebody that works for Instagram specifically. So she did her magic and she contacted their Facebook representative. And so it took a while, but eventually I was in contact with this person. I was able to send them more information. Again, my picture of my driver's license, all of the things. And eventually it took probably an another week and a half more, but my Instagram account was back. Just sitting there on my phone, ready to Insta story, all of the things like it never happened at all. It was just sitting there. So (laughs) I honestly cannot thank my friends, my online community, Emily and her contact at Facebook enough for helping me get back on the gram. And I know if you're listening to this and you don't do the social media thing or it's kind of just like whatever, I get it. And it's not lost on me how kind of selfish and weird this whole situation is. And I honestly going through this mess gave me some quote unquote spare time Um to think about some things, um, as Brene Brown calls it, um, an emotional breakdown, spiritual awakening moment, um, which if you haven't read The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown, please do. Um, <laughs> I reread it during my three-week vacation from Instagram. But uh, I had a conversation with my husband, Justin, about this, and we are in the middle of harvest. We were in the middle of harvest when this was all happening. And here I am crying over my telephone over a silly app. And I just said to him, like, I just think this is so selfish of me. There are so many other things happening on this farm and in the world that are so much more important than me being a wild rose farmer on the internet. But what we both came up with during this time was it's not 
the app itself and it's not the pictures and it's not the captions and it's not any of these things. It's the connections that I've made over the last three years that were gone. And that was probably the most heartbreaking thing for me um, throughout this whole thing. So a quick recap of what you should or shouldn't do if you find a fake mimicking account of yours or you get your Instagram account deactivated. First, do not tag the fake account in any stories or posts. Send DMs to your friends and your community online and ask them to report the fake account. Uh, you can make an Instagram story with a screenshot of your Mimic account. Just do not tag them just to be safe. Second, if you have built any type of following for your farm or for your business through Instagram, make a Facebook business page. Even if you don't post on it, you still have access to the Facebook ad manager that way and you will be able to open a ticket to talk to a real person. Even if your first ticket is closed, keep trying. This is what works for others and they were able to get their accounts reactivated. Lastly, if you have a connection with a company, whether you're a brand ambassador or you work for them or whatever it is, you know somebody that works for them who uses Facebook to advertise their company or their product, ask them for help and ask them if they have a contact person with Facebook. So I know I'm not the only person this has been happening to recently, which is just so awful. When I got my account back, I asked if there was anything that could be done differently or anything that I can do to ensure this doesn't happen again. And the response that I got from Facebook was, we are doing our best to keep trolls at bay, but they are getting worse and more aggressive. So they would encourage followers to keep an eye out so they can report fake accounts as they pop up. So if you guys have a fake account of your own or if you see somebody that is requesting that you guys report an account, please help them out. It is super stressful and it is not a good feeling. And honestly, it's a really icky feeling to know that your pictures are being used by whoever for whatever reason. So just help each other out, okay? But through my rambling here, <laughs> it leads me to the topic that I want to focus on here today, which is sharing your story online, which I know a lot of you do, um, whether that's in a bigger platform or just with your family and friends about what's happening on your farm, ranch, or homestead, or any of the things. Have you been loving the Rural Woman podcast? Are you wondering how you can support the show? Well, friend, I'm happy to announce that I've recently joined Patreon. What is Patreon? Well, it's a membership-based platform that provides a simple way for you to contribute to the Rural Woman podcast every month and get exclusive rewards in return. Memberships start as low as $2 a month. Seriously, that's less than your grande, skinny, extra hot caramel macchiato with whip. Wondering what the rewards are? Well, they include promo codes for Shop Wild Rose Farmer, draws for the Rural Woman Podcast merchandise, shoutouts on the show, and more. Your financial support of the Rural Woman Podcast will help make it possible for the stories of women in agriculture to continue to be shared. So head on over to wildrosefarmer.com to find out more information about how you can become a patron through Patreon. 
So I'm going to backtrack even more here, not the last three weeks, but let's go back to the last three years. So if you've been around for a while, you may know how I started sharing my story online through Instagram. Um, I actually started it as Farm Wifey Blog. That was my handle when I started it. And I grew that to an online blog where today, eventually everything changed over to Wild Rose Farmer. I think that was two years ago. And now I have my very own podcast. So (laughs) it's been a busy three years for me, let's say, sharing my story. Um, I honestly don't know where the last three years have gone. My my life online and offline has taken a complete 180. And to be honest, I haven't loved every minute of it. Um, there are days where I can't get enough of being a farmer and sharing my story online through my community that I've become a part of. And there are days I wish that farming and social media would all go away. Honestly, when that happened, it was shocking. But (laughs) I think we all go through times where we're like, why are we even doing this? Like people are fighting online and, you know, it's just, it can be really stressful. But through this journey, I have learned so many valuable lessons that have made those days of wanting this to all go away be less and less. And I'm going to share a few of those lessons with you guys here today. So the first thing I want to share with you about sharing your story online is that you are not for everyone. I wanted to get this one out of the way first and foremost, because we can all check our egos at the door because they are not welcome here. Your story, your personality, your accent, your style, or whatever it is, is not for everyone. There are people out in this world and on the World Wide Web that, for whatever reason, will not like you. And that's okay. You are not for everyone. I am not for everyone. Even though if you don't like my accent, honestly. (laughs) Does this give these people the right to be rude to you? No. It happens. But that is totally out of your control. But there are people out there that can and will relate to your story. The story that you tell yourself when you lose a follower or followers or someone sends you a passive aggressive DM, just let it go. There are so many other people out there that will benefit and connect with you and connect with what you have to say versus the one or a few people that just are not your flavor. So one last time for the people in the back before we continue, you are not for everyone and that is totally okay. My second point is that it is okay to say goodbye to things or people that no longer serve you. So I want you guys to think back to when you started sharing on Instagram and Facebook. You're clicking through and trying to find people to follow. For instance, I searched farm wife or female farmer. Heck, I even searched farm house decor, which we all know is not like real farm life, right? (laughs) And now think about once you started to find your voice and the people that you connected with. Did you find that some of the people's accounts that you originally followed, although visually appealing or you connected on some type of level? did not make you feel good looking at their stuff. Maybe you felt like you were less than a perfect farmer, a mother, a crafter, a wife, or whatever, 
But when you think about unfollowing or unfriending them, you feel guilty because one time you sent DMs back and forth and maybe had a connection. Guys, you got to let that shit go. Social media is completely optional. We have a choice when it comes to who we interact with and who we let interact with us. If you are a part of a group chat, a comment pod that no longer fits you or serves you or even holds up to your personal values, leave that group, unfollow the message, do whatever it is that you have to do where you feel like what you're seeing and doing online meets your personal goals and values. I think it's also a good point to make that I encourage you to follow people who maybe not think or believe in the same way that you do because you could learn something from them. And I think that's one thing that we've all learned in 2020 is we need to step out of what we know and what we've been told and all of the things to learn and expand and build bigger and longer tables to fit everyone in this community. I had a great conversation with Brooke Hickel on episode 37 of this podcast, the Real Woman podcast, where we dive into this topic more. It honestly, she's a great lady. Go follow her. You'll love her. I just know it. (laughs) My next point, the number beside your name and under the photo you posted do not matter. Do you guys remember that game show, Whose Line Is It Anyways, where the points didn't really matter? I feel like that's the same for follower numbers and picture likes and shares and whatever it is. When I stepped away and really took a hard look about what was important to me, followers and likes simply no longer made the cut. Now, I couldn't tell you who likes me where or who listened to what or who reshared any of it. I feel now that I'm at peace knowing my why and connecting to others who live the way that I do and to supporting the hell out of women in agriculture. Now, there was a time in the past where you could have asked me how many Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever followers I had, and I could list them out like it was my job. I actually got a question when my Instagram account came back on saying, did you lose any followers? Like, are your numbers all still the same? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't look at those. They don't matter to me. I honestly had such a poor mindset when it came to what I was on these apps for. My why of being on these apps did not include this metric as a level of success when I started sharing my egg story online. So why did I focus on it now? Let's go back to point number two. It's okay to say goodbye and to things that no longer serve you. Being surrounded by people with the mindset of getting more followers or product endorsements, sponsorship deals, etc., brought me to a really dark and ugly place where sharing my story was no longer a priority, but just a means to get me a profit. I feel really gross for even sharing that with you all. But that's where I was in the middle of 2019. If you find yourself obsessing over losing followers or friends, try a simple exercise that I've done and it works for me. If you see your follower number go down, just say, bye Felicia, and see how you feel afterwards. I know it sounds super crazy, but just by bringing light to it and letting it go, it will eventually make you guys feel a lot better. (laughs) My next point 
FOPO. If you guys don't know what FOPO is, it's fear of other people's opinions. Yes, friends, even the best of us have a fear of other people's opinions sometimes. And as a matter of fact, sometimes I still do. It's definitely not like it used to be, but there are times where I find myself doubting what I'm putting out there for others to see because it might not line up with what they do on their farm, ranch, or homestead, or they might have a different opinion or view on this subject, whatever it is. When I have those feelings, instead of not putting it out into the world, I hand it over to the people that I trust and respect the most who would tell me the truth if I'm actually out there putting out crap or if it's just all in my head. Seriously, you guys need to get you some of those friends in real life or online. The ones that just love everything that you do and think you walk on water, don't send it to them. Like, don't send it to your mom or your grandma, whoever. Of course, they're going to tell you it's great. But the ones who take the time to read through and to listen to your stuff and give you their real opinion, these people are worth their weight in gold. My next point, community over competition. Find your tribe is a trendy saying that has been said over and over by millennials and MLMers and the like. And in hindsight is completely culturally inappropriate. But What does that exactly mean? A tribe is described as a small but powerful group of people. Okay, that's great. But what are you doing with the power of your community? Are you using your power for the good of others? If so, that's great and keep doing it. But if you're using your power and energy to compare yourself to others in this so-called community, what are you really accomplishing? When you find a person or a group of people you're able to be in community with, and I truly mean in community with, it will make a world of difference to you and your online presence. You will no longer fear judgment from them, overthink what you're saying, or whatever. In your community, there should be less comparison and more celebration for one another because there is literally so much room at the table for all of us. My next point, set your standards high and your boundaries higher. Y'all, there ain't no mountain high enough for your standards or your boundaries. Can we get an amen? (laughs) Whether that means you set a boundary for your screen time or who you follow or who you allow to follow you. Yes, you can delete followers. It's a thing. I do it all the time. Like I said before, social media is completely optional. Interact with people who lift you up rather than bring you down. Don't love to hate people online. Seriously, your energy is worth so much more than that. Next point I want to make, and I think it's one of the most important ones, authenticity over influencer. You guys know the type the influencer that comes out that has a new product that they just tried and they loved and they want you to buy it. All of the things. I think at some point, maybe online, we've all been swept up by thinking that this is such a great opportunity for me to sell X, Y, and Z product and make a million dollars. Well, friends, if you have figured out how to do that, send me an email. Let me know how you did it because I don't know. I don't think it's real. But anyways, 
<laughs> Remember when I told you guys to go back in the first point that I made and check your ego at the door? Well, I really hope you all left them there because I think the title influencer can make some people have a hard time fitting into their trucker hats, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it can make you feel and act like not your true and authentic self. I encourage everyone to take a humble approach and show up as who you are and not what you think people want to see. In my experience, you can smell these influencers a mile away. <laughs> oh, okay, next point. We are not all the same, and I think that is freaking fabulous. I think our differences make us stronger as a community. I believe accepting people for their differences and learning from their point of view, beliefs, and practices will not only make agriculture a stronger industry, but the world as a whole a much better place. We don't all eat the same food or grow the same crops or use the same equipment or farm the same way. In the past, I have been hesitant to share the way that we do things on our farm because it can be the absolute polar opposite of what some other people do on theirs. I have learned to accept our differences without bashing the other side, even though I don't agree with how they do things. I choose to share all parts of agriculture online and on this podcast because I know there's more than one way of doing things and it doesn't make either side wrong. I simply believe that if you grow food for people, you are a superhero, period. That's it. That's all. My next point, again, probably a really big one. Comparison is the root of all social media evils. Comparison is the thief of joy. Think about it. Let it sink in. I think it's safe to say we have all been in a deep, dark rabbit hole of comparing what we do to others. It can seem like people just have it figured out with their clean house. It could even look like one of those farmhouses on Pinterest. They could have washed hair and a crockpot meal all while driving a brand new combine. And you know what? I'm happy for them. Truly. I am. If this is how they live their life and it makes them happy, I am happy for them. We need to find the joy in the comparison. I believe that people do the best they can with what they have. If the best that someone can do is eat a cheese string while they run out the door and throw on their dirty clothes they've been wearing for the last three days and try and fix an old loader because it won't start again, I'm here for it. It may not be pretty. It may not be ideal. It may not be exactly what we want, but it's what we have to do to get through the day. And friends, let that be enough. My last point, we've made it. Thank you for being here still if you are. <laughs> you are worthy of showing up and sharing your story. There have been many times in my journey I have thought that I wasn't a good enough farmer or a friend or a wife or a podcaster or a blogger or whatever to be sharing anything with you. Heck, I don't like doing solo shows because I think, what do I have to say that's so interesting? Because there are so many other women doing so many other amazing things. Let's hear from them instead. 
I was afraid I didn't know what I was talking about enough to share. Honestly, having this fear mindset has held me back a lot in my life. Learning to accept the here and now and being open to learn new things has been a hard lesson to learn. Please know that your story, no matter how insignificant you may think it is, will resonate with someone. It may not be today or tomorrow, but somewhere someone needs to hear your story. You are worthy of sharing it. It's your story and it's a good one. I promise. Guys, I hope this podcast is a useful tool for you guys. Whether you're thinking about wanting to start a blog or a YouTube channel or a podcast or even an Instagram page for your farm, ranch, your homestead, whatever it is, I truly believe that our stories are worth sharing. And I think that there are so many people out there just afraid of getting it wrong. And I'm here to tell you that it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be scared. But I promise you, once you take that first step, the next step is going to be that much easier. (laughs) So all of this to say, my friends, is I am so dang excited to be back on the gram and connecting with all of my wonderful women in agriculture, the few token men in agriculture, agriculture as a whole, because I think that our stories are so important, not only to share between us, but to share with people outside of agriculture to know where their food comes from. Because I think food is so powerful. And we all know that without food, we ain't here. So (laughs) let's continue to share our stories and let's continue to lift each other up. Guys, I know 2020 has been hard on so many levels. And I think we've all gone through struggling with social media, whether that be through news media or through your cousin Pam online who's sharing things that you don't agree with. Guys, I know I've been there. I've been I've been in 2020 with you. It's hard, but I don't want you to give up. I want you to guys to keep showing up as your authentic selves because that's the most important thing, I think. Let's be ourselves and let's be okay with who we are. Can you do that for me? I'm going to do that for me. I hope you guys do it for you too. Thank you so much for being here with me on this long, rambly solo episode. If you guys like this show, this episode in particular, or really any of the episodes that I've I've done here, I think this is number 78. I should know this while I'm recording, but I don't. (laughs) Can you guys do me a favor and take a screenshot of the episode that you're listening to and share it on socials, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all of the things. I don't even know what everybody's doing anymore. But share with somebody you love. Share with your fellow community members online and let them know that their story is worth sharing and that you love them. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the Rural Woman Podcast if you aren't already. And one other thing I guess I should say, in case I ever go to Instagram jail again, uh, you can follow me on all of the other social media platforms as well, as I have an email list that uh, I think I send out some pretty like funny emails, but again, I think I'm funny, you guys may not. So... (laughs) 
Thank you again so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Rural Woman Podcast. My name is Caitlin Dubin. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Rural Woman Podcast. For show notes, head on over to wildrosefarmer.com. You can stay connected with me on Instagram at wildrosefarmer. If you love the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Plus, share it with a friend. We'll see you next time.